You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your electronic devices. This is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jsternacouch.com. This is the second half of the doubleheader that we're doing on Tuesday night, so I can actually be back on schedule. Um, programming note, this is episode 401. I kind of blazed by the fact that the last episode, uh, the Blue Jays and La Decima, was episode 400 of the podcast. So... 400 is just a number, I guess. I mean, to be fair, my 400th episode won't be for a little bit because I didn't start until episode 13 of the podcast. Um, I don't advise you to go back and look for that one. It's very, very rough. But yeah, 400's a lot. That's like, the way I talk, that's got to be close to like, I don't know. 150, 200 hours of me talking about the Blue Jays on here, which that's, that's insane when you think about it, but I'm willing to keep doing it. If y'all are keep willing to listen to me, keep doing it. So glad to have you here. Let's do episode 401 where we talk about the Blue Jays pitching in the past couple games against the Yankees, because that's the kind of topic you want to cover on milestone-adjacent podcasts. Um, yeah, the uh, the Blue Jays pitching definitely won them tonight's game. Let's not get that twisted. But it is not because of the starting pitchers. That's where we're going to start tonight, because um, the Yankees did their usual Yankees things to Blue Jays pitchers, and it uh, it was a rude introduction to the Blue Jays Yankees rivalry for Hyunjin Ryu on Monday night. He needed 98 pitches to get through five innings, gave up six hits and two walks. The Yankees scored five on him. And that's the first time we that Ryu's really struggled since his first couple of starts with the Blue Jays. So it it was a little disheartening. His ERA rose up to three nineteen, which you know we like to see our Ryu's with ERAs below three. It just seems poetic. Um, but yeah, the Blue Jays, um. They didn't get, really get what they needed there. I mean, that 10-run six inning was only made special by the fact that they were down so much. And aside from, you know, the 10 runs being scored making it special. But it had the added bonus of, you know, erasing a pretty sizable Yankees lead. Ryu kind of put them in that spot. And, you know, maybe this is just an adjustment that Ryu needs to make in facing a Yankees team that while it doesn't have Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton or 
effective Gary Sanchez. Still has guys like DJ LeMahieu and Aaron Hicks and Glaber Torres, guys who know how to work pitchers, who know how to get walks, and who are able to put the pressure on. And for Ryu, who isn't a strikeout kind of pitcher, he's a guy who relies on getting contact, relies on um, lulling hitters into batting themselves out. The Yankees just weren't doing that. And that can make it very difficult to have a productive start. No, it also is not productive walking a bunch of people, which Tylemon Walker decided to do in tonight's game. Um, there's a reason this call this episode is called Walking Around the Pacific Rim, because I thought it was actually pretty clever tying the two Blue Jays starting pitchers together, because Hyunjin Ryu, obviously from South Korea, and Taiwan Walker pitched in Seattle. So, there you go. That's that's my mind at work. But yeah, the Yankees weren't really able to square up Taiwan Walker, but that's mostly because Taiwan Walker wasn't able to square up with the plate. Um, he threw 88 pitches. 43 of them were for strikes. So that is a sub-50% ball-to-strike ratio. Or strike-to-ball ratio. Whatever. You walk five batters and hit a six. Like, you usually don't get out of that without allowing some runs to cross the plate. I give Walker credit. He was able to fight through it. He he did enough to keep the Yankees off the board. And, and granted, a lot of this is on the Yankees for being so anemic. With runners in scoring position. But. Walker did enough. To keep them off balance. And to. You know. Take advantage of his opportunities. When they came. Like. um, You know. When you work. Through a lineup like that. Obviously you have kind of targets. That you want to make sure you get out. One of the problems with the Yankees. In that 10 run inning is. They were not able to get their targets out. They were not able to get Santiago Espinal. They were not able to not serve a meatball up to Danny Jansen. But. Taiwan Walker got his targets. And he did what he had to do. Bases loaded in the first inning. Gets Mike Toshman to fly out. He has runners on second and third. In the top of the second. Gets LeMahieu to fly out. Gets Luke Voigt to strike out looking. Gets a runner on second base in the top of the third. Aaron Hicks does something very stupid and tries to steal third. And Danny Jansen throws him out. Because that was not smart, Aaron. No, you're not listening to this podcast, but whatever. Um... Even in the fourth inning, runners on first and second, two out. DJ LeMahieu up. DJ LeMahieu always freaking dangerous. Got LeMahieu to ground out to Espinal. So, in the end, Walker was able to get himself out 
of those tough situations. And while you don't want to be putting yourself in those situations to start with, especially if you're trying to, you know, take the strain off a bullpen that has had a lot of work during this stretch of 28 games in 27 days, that's not helpful. But Walker kept them off the scoreboard and let the Blue Jays have a chance in this game. And that is the important thing, that they had the chance to win this kind of game. I'll tell you what, if you want to have a chance to see your car, you know, make it through another winter, your best bet is to go to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business that's been selling auto parts online for over 20 years. You go to rockauto.com. Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers from tail lamps and motor oil and brake parts to engine control modules and carburetors and other things. I have no clue what they look like. Whether it's for a classic car or your just your daily vehicle, you get everything you need in a few easy clicks on their easy to navigate website. You quickly get to see all your parts available, choose the brands, prices you want, get it delivered directly to your door, and know that you're getting them for a reliably low price, whether you're a professional mechanic or just tackling a task yourself. You don't have to spend twice as much for the same parts. You just go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and then when they ask, how did you hear about us, put Locked On in there so they know that we get to take all the credit for it, and everyone's happy. So, check out amazing selection and reliably low prices at all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alright, so the bullpen, once again, save the Blue Jays. Not a irregular occurrence, but, you know, very much on display for the Blue Jays in these past couple of games. And I'm I'm just going to stop Sean Reed Foley right there. Um, if, if you want to be a reliever at the major league level, you don't put four batters on base without them making contact with the ball. In fact, you should not be making more contact with them than they are making contact with the ball. Um, Sean Rizzoli essentially walked in a run. Not great. Limited the damage. Got the win in Monday's game. But still, not great. However, Julian Merriweather is awesome. <laughs> and I would, I would just like any of you who over the past couple years, you know, derided the Josh Donaldson trade, made jokes about, you know, what what did the Blue Jays get for an MVP, just a ghost in a shell. Y'all need to eat crow, and y'all need to eat a lot of crow. You can do it. I eat crow on Shun Yamaguchi. You can eat crow on Julia Merriweather. I mean, when you, when you compare a 98 mile an hour fastball with an 80 changeup. That messes with hitters so much because, like, the timing, the variance in the timing is so off. You see pitchers, they'll have, like, a 92 fastball, but their changeup is only, like, an 87 or 88, and it's that five-mile variance that makes it a lot easier to hit that ball. 
Merriweather's almost 20 miles variance between those two pitches puts hitters in a dreadful spot. And he did not give up a hit. Walked about or didn't give up a hit. And he is a real weapon for the Blue Jays now. Like, we, we've been debating whether Ryan Barucki or Anthony Kay would be this, like, Andrew Miller type to come in and just shut down teams over multiple innings. No, it's Julian Merriweather. You'll have his bad outing, but Julian is the guy you throw out there and, like, go get some strikeouts, kid. And he is doing it. Anthony Bass, we're going to give the night off tonight. He's sore. He's, he's fine. And then tonight, Taiwan Walker only gets through the four innings. Blue Jays have had a very taxing time trying to keep those bullpen arms healthy and happy and not feeling like Anthony Bass, as he admitted on Twitter. So in a 2-0 game, you call on Shin Yamaguchi. And that is a much better proposition now than it was at the start of the season for Shun, now that he's a bit more acclimated to American baseball. Still got himself into trouble. Uh, same control issues that plagued Taiwan earlier tonight. Um, he was going outside the zone, and when he had to come in, hitters weren't fooled, and they got three hits on him. Loaded the bases with none out, and you could see... Like, you could feel the aura of Blue Jays fans across the nation just go like, oh no, here we go. This is this is where the Yankees just dial it up and finally cash in. But no, Shinyamaguchi held them to a sacrifice fly to make it 2-1 and then came out for the six and just like, yeah, nuts to this. <laughs> Clean inning. Good stuff. Struck out three batters in two innings. Shun's starting to find his strikeout stuff, and that also makes him a very potent weapon out of the bullpen. Blue Jays have a lot of them, and you, you saw that for the rest of the night. Blue Jays held the Yankees hitless in the final three innings of a one-run game. AJ Cole, 1-2-3 with a strikeout. Anthony K 1-2-3, didn't do anything with the strikeout, but didn't have to. He got the outs he needed. And then Rafael Dolis, the human rain delay, the Fred Sock in waiting, strikes out two batters, including pinch hitter Mike Ford and final victim Luke Voigt again. It's just so refreshing to see a Blue Jays bullpen that, you know, on a night where everyone's clicking, there does not seem to be a weak link. And granted, you're going to say, well, what about Wilmer Font? Wilmer Font's on the IL now. He's he's not in the picture. This bullpen is stupidly stacked right now. And that's not including Jordan Romano and Ken Giles, who are both on the IL. Giles comes back. That's adding another 98, 99-mile-an-hour flamethrower to the back end. And then Jordan Romano's 97 slider. This bullpen is ridiculous. We are talking Royals ridiculous. And I don't even have to say anything else. Y'all know what I'm talking about when I say Royals ridiculous. You know, what happened to that Blue Jays team that relied on the home run ball. When they ran into that Royals bullpen and all of a sudden couldn't do it. 
That's how dangerous this bullpen is for opposing teams. Like, you better. You better do your damage against the starting pitchers because if you have to try and go against that murderer's row of bullpen arms and scratch out the runs you need, you are going to have a very difficult time doing it. Blue Jays have, like, the fourth best bullpen ERA in MLB. That is, that is awesome. And it's, it's going to be their ticket to success. Especially if, you know, they keep losing guys. Obviously, Rowdy Telez had the right knee discomfort tonight. Not great. Don't need to add another body to the injury list. Especially when you might be starting to get a little healthier with Bo Bichette coming back. But... I'm not as worried now as I would have been. Because, I mean, Laddie and, and Shaw can play first. Uh, the way some of the Blue Jays are hitting, like Lourdes Gurriel Jr., like Joe Panic, um, they, they can weather the hit. And as I said in a previous episode, when you can win... A 2-1 game just as easy as you can win a 12-7 game. And I know I said 12-6 in a previous episode. Whatever. Miguel Andujar's run doesn't count. When you can win those games in multiple ways, that again makes you a very dangerous foe. I think the White Sox want to face the Blue Jays in the first round of the playoffs. You think the Rays are, you know, feeling much better? They don't have to face... The Blue Jays in the first round, they get to face the sorry Yankees. Or better yet, one of one of the choice teams that are actually in range of catching the Yankees. Do you think the Rays would rather face the Tigers or the Mariners or the Orioles instead of the Blue Jays? Yeah, no one wants to face the Blue Jays right now. They've won 17 of their last 24 games. They are on a Nationals-esque run. I'm excited. I think this team can do some damage. They get five innings. Five quality innings out of their starters. You're going to have to try and match it. Or else it's game over. I know. It's nice to have optimism for a change, isn't it? It's a weird, it's a weird feeling. Like, like I'm smiling. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. It's... it's it's weird. Um, it's not weird is a daily schedule that I hope to get back to. Uh, so we will be back with an episode tomorrow night after the Blue Jays game, more than likely. Hopefully talking about a sweep. I'd love to talk about a sweep of the Yankees. That's just, that's just tantalizing. So if that's something that interests you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, whether you're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya. However you get podcasts, make sure you subscribe to Locked on Blue Jays so you don't miss an episode. Or you can follow the, the podcast on Twitter or Facebook at Locked on Jays. The episodes are posted there, so you will get to see them. Or you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. So dumb. And yeah, we will be back tomorrow. So for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at cheeseburnercouch.com, 
I'm Angie Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care. <laughs>